Summer equip. Summer equip. Oh. Summer equip. Summer equip. Da-da. <laughs> I'm Elizabeth. Sorry, everyone. Elizabeth just broke into the room with those sound <laughs> effects. You're unsteady. I'm a variable. It's called a variable. I've even taken third grade science. <gasps> writing in and they want to know Luke what's your process for getting ready for this podcast right no that that makes sense that people would want to understand that um so that if they ever choose to make a five-star podcast they could also get in the zone I would say I have a four-step process first of all right when I wake up at 5 30 each morning I drink four cups of green oolong tea and it also has honey lavender creamer cinnamon and a shot of espresso Okay, so, that's so step it's one. pretty low on caffeine. Yeah. Uh, and sugar. <laughs> yeah, step two mm-hmm. to getting into the zone. Um, I do my stretches. I I stretch my, I do eye yoga. And I also stretch my lips. Uh, so that since I'm about to speak okay, on okay. the podcast. Okay, any, anytime <laughs> you talk about lips, it just, it makes me an intern well, look and feel weird. That sounded better than like saying stretch my tongue. Like, okay, but that, well, okay. these are the things. What's step Three. I've been wondering. Step three is I think through every funny childhood story I have in my head and I pick the top three funniest and then I just manipulate them to fit our topic. Okay, so you you kind of exaggerate them, make them up, but... I I wouldn't say that. I would just say craft a story. You craft a story, And then step four Mm -hmm. is I step up to the mic, no regrets, ready to tell my truth to the world... Peace out and love to everyone that's listening. Amen. <laughs> okay. That's my four-step yeah, process. Wow. Very uh, imitable. Intricate. Yeah. Imitatable. Imitatable. <laughs> yeah, I will say that I do none of those things. I just come in here. That's why you're never in the zone, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> I just come in here and I think, how am I going to steer this conversation away from Luke talking about lips or something else that intern Logan has to spend more hours editing? Right. He has to splice this hey, thing up I'm a so lot. sorry your zone is so fear-driven. Okay. My zone is ambition-driven. <laughs> What's your ambition? Uh, podcast excellence. Podcast excellence. <laughs> podcast superiority. Okay, yes. Well, podcast sanctification. Okay. Thank you for all of that. That was, uh, that was just a lot. I just want people to hear my vision. Mm-hmm. And they heard it. Uh... <laughs> Loud and clear. Loud and clear. I'm, I'm feeling it, Elizabeth. This is all you. I'm what? Ready. I feel good. You feel... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's good to see you don't have your capris on. So we can get this out. No, I actually donated them this weekend. <laughs> you bullied me into action. <laughs> and the world is better for it. Yeah. Um, but today's Friday, which oh, that means... Yeah. It's Friday. <laughs> I thought we were gonna do it together. No, I was thinking. Okay, wait. Let's let's okay. try again. Okay. We up. <laughs> I was doing a baritone. No, I know. Um, you're Great. so sad. No, it's just you're, low. It's out of your range. It is. That was a sad, a, a sad range. Okay, so let's um let's get to this wrap up. 
Well, folks, even if you don't like it, if you think it is unappealing to listen to, we are still going to wrap up this week's reading of Acts and... da da, da. <laughs> Yep. Just like that, co-host Elizabeth... It, I have to work on not being interrupted, Dad. I just, it, it makes me want to stop. Um, we are going to have these sound effects. Uh, okay, you guys know the, you guys know the drill. Yeah, get don't even it. explain it. Just right. do it. Okay. Okay. Acts 13. Yay. There's, <laughs> yep. Okay, Acts 13. Mist and darkness <sighs> fell upon the magician who tried to oppose Barnabas and Saul's work. <laughs> Yeah. Could you do Mist in Darkness again? You kind of sound like a hair dryer that's blown a circuit. <laughs> it's like, it's like. It was really quiet, but Mist right. strikes me as a, a silent right. uh, character. That's, great. Okay. <laughs> Acts 14. Barnabas and Paul tore their garments when they heard the crowds in Lystra were calling them gods. Gods. Okay, that, I mean that took about as much creativity as <laughs> as a kindergarten class. Um, can you do tore their garments again? That's really the strong one. Oh man, that was good. That's like when people pretend to rip an important piece of paper in front of you just to get you all riled up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> rip, rip, rip. Okay. X fifteen. There was much debate before <laughs> Peter <laughs> answered questions about Gentiles needing to be circumcised. <laughs> okay, I, I have do, a I, sound I, for that, but I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think about that. I was just giving the context, and I forgot that you did it for everyone. I do only, you have a better sound? Yeah, oh uh, no! I only pictured sound okay. for the debate, not oh, for the circumcision. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Should we just move on? Yeah, I'm wincing. Like, I'm wincing yeah, in pain. Uh, <laughs> my stomach hurts. <laughs> let's move on. I, I wasn't even able to make I a know, noise for our listeners. I know, the way you at me, we both look like deer in headlights. Uh, so okay, the main move, sound yeah. effect there, folks, was the debate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which sounded like this. Great, great, great. Yeah, moving okay, on, moving on. on. Next chapter. Okay. okay. Thank you, Acts 15. Yeah, Acts that. 16. Ooh. <laughs> After the great earthquake... <laughs> what is so funny about an earthquake? So, I've never been in an earthquake, but I don't think that's right. <laughs> if anyone's the, from California, let us know. Or Nepal. Oh, gosh, yep. After the great earthquake, the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. <laughs> yes, the sweet sound of freedom. <laughs> right. Okay, Act 17, moving right along. A group of Jews in Thessalonica <laughs> were jealous, and they took wicked men out of the rabble, formed a mob, and set the city in an uproar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very uproar-like. Um, okay, this one, I'm going to be honest. I searched far and wide, low and high, deep and narrow to find a good okay. verse. But all <laughs> I really have from Acts 18 is that in a city called Centrae, Paul cut his hair. He's oh, happy with it. Yeah, he sounds pretty happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. It's good to not... know that even biblical characters got haircuts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Acts 19. This is a pretty dramatic scene. Uh, people who decide to follow... So, they're... Okay. 
More context. There were people who used to practice. <laughs> there were people who used to practice magic arts. Nice. I remember we talked yeah, about you, that. Yeah, you helped and, me with that one. And these people have now decided to follow Jesus. <laughs> That's them following him. Right, the angels. Yeah. And then, now that these people follow Jesus, they have gathered all together all of their books about magic arts and burned them. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting more of like a crackle. Like, oh. you know, like... <laughs> I don't know how to Like crackle. how, and like in a fireplace. No, I yeah... Like that? Yeah, and like you know, like like flames, like like yeah, and what? then and like the, the sizzle of, <clears throat> of books burning. Oh yeah. You do the flames, I'll do the crackle. Okay. You wait. Are I feel crackling. like that was the You're exact crackling. same sound. No, I was flaming. No. Okay. You you, crackling. you crackle all flame. Okay. I may, I guess I may have made the same noise. Yeah, it sounds the same. Anyways. Well, folks, that is a wildly distracting, mildly disturbing tour through the last couple chapters of Acts da, from da, this da. week. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth, for that. All right. We're going to move on to mm-hmm. talk a little bit more in depth about Acts. So, oh, good. So- is this where we pick a, like, barely... Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Let's talk about repeated jokes. Why don't you use oh. the joke I made last time? Okay. Is this where we is this where, is this where we take a barely applicable topic from the chapter and go into an unnecessarily long dialogue about it? Yes. Great. Just giving some format for our loyal <laughs> listeners. Writers. Writers. Yeah. Okay. Um so we're going to be talking about Acts 16. So from Acts 16 we see that the Philippian church is formed. Yes, is- church formation. Yeah, give That's it up. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> okay. Up in here. Okay. Do you hate when I'm the one explaining? Because I feel like you interrupt me way more than I interrupt you. Well, that's just uh, that's yep. just how okay. I communicate in general. It's oh, a flaw. Gosh. Yeah. Know? We need to work on that. Yeah. Um, okay. Now's not the time. Yeah, not the time. Um, but we have the Philippian church forming and it is made up of Lydia, who's a woman who is a businesswoman. She's a seller of purple goods. I do have a cousin named Lydia. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. We have the slave girl and we have the Philippian jailer. So those are the beginnings of the church in Philippi. And so I thought it'd be cool if we talked about, um, some unlikely combos, because I think those three people are some of the most unlikely people to be forming a church together. Wouldn't you Mm. agree? I would wholeheartedly agree. Great. So what are some unlikely combos that you have thought about in the life? The first one that comes right to mind is, of yes. course, uh, you and I okay. on this podcast. Okay. Why would you say we're an unlikely combo? Uh, I just, you know, no, are... That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> I know. Well, that was mostly a joke. I think we're actually a good combo. I was just... I thought that would have been funny to say. Okay. But now that you've asked me and I can't explain, it's lost its humor. <laughs> Well, moving I on. Feel like the, I feel like the veil is ripped away and my humor is exposed. Okay. Great illustration. Um, that uh, is misapplied. <laughs> okay. What about you? What are some unlikely combos? Okay. I got one. Young people mm-hmm. and Facebook. Uh, are you saying that because when we're on breaks from our podcast, I like to scroll on Facebook on my computer? 
I will say that's what inspired me, but I Dang also it. stand by this truly being an unlikely combo. A universally um, unlikely combo. When you think of Facebook, who do you think of as the target user? Uh, people who like watching those tasty videos of food being made very quickly. Okay. I would also say 45-year-old women, maybe. Okay. Or... I feel like it's definitely like a mom thing. Really? Yeah. Is it, is it because they post photos of their children, among yeah. other things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like... It's definitely for the older generation to connect with their friends from high school. You know what I think Facebook needs to revive to kind of welcome back the younger audience? What? Poking. <gasps> do you remember Facebook no. poking? I mean, was, I do, but that was it, definitely not one of their best the things. It was the most creepy, indirect form of flirting to ever exist. Yes, it was weird. Like, if, if you got a poke from someone, you're like, dang, they literally want to court me. Like, they are very serious about pursuing a relationship with me. But you're also like, well, they're too scared to tell me to my face, mm-hmm. so are we just going to be in a poking war forever? I Which mean, is, I know people who have been in poking wars for, for years. For years, for yeah. eons. Yeah, it's like characterized most of their life. I feel like with pokes, like, it, it's funny because I feel like Facebook tried to imitate, like, real life things, you know, like, like uh, I don't even, like, just, like, uploading photos or whatever. They tried to, like, make it virtual. But, like, in real life, how often did you really go up to someone and just, like, poke them as a greeting? Yeah. What like, if you, anything, they would you would be like, oh, someone bumped into me if someone just came up and poked me. But don't you think if they were like, someone bumped me, like, that's kind of, I don't know. I don't feel like that sounds the best. Yeah, maybe they should have What would be a it? better word? Someone, hmm. uh, You know, like, uh, quick eye contacted you. Like, you don't stare at them, but you, like, make eye contact and see if they return it. Someone glanced at glance, me? A glance. A glance. A glance. You'd be like, oh, you're telling your friends. Maybe some Christian, maybe some like dating sites use that verbiage, like glance, like, oh, four profiles are glancing at you. Won't you come on back to like, (laughs) won't you Christianmingle.com? We missed you. Come on back. Yeah, exactly. All right. You got any more unlikely combos? Continuing on with the analysis of age and also technology. Wow. Funny how this fits. I was going to say old people and iPhones. That they're an unlikely combo. Oh, whenever mm-hmm. you see old people with iPhones? Right. You're like, what are you doing? No, but everyone has an iPhone. That is not true. Yes. Tell I, me the last person you saw who didn't have an great. iPhone. Great. I am thrilled you asked, Elizabeth, because this past weekend while I was home, my grandfather, who was 88 years old, got an iPhone for the very first time. So a week ago, it would have been him. Okay. And it has not gone well. Today, he sent yeah. me a text just with the letter N. Like nothing else. I, I like there was oh. no question that I had asked. Like oh. it, he just said in. And later he it tried to FaceTime me. Typo. Oh, oh, for sure. That's he, so sad. When, you when think I, he was trying to say hi or something? I don't when I talked to him about it, he was really frustrated because he said that his fingers were too large for the oh. for the letters and he said that's why he preferred FaceTiming. I really do feel for old people and mm-hmm. technology. Yeah. And just like you know, like not using it correct. Like when they type with like one finger rather than like both thumbs and you're just like, man, your efficiency is is dropping. That's true. I mean, maybe they should have classes that they could take. Oh, like at their local YMCA. Yeah. Oh, like silver sneakers and then silver tweeters or silver typers. Silver, silver wait, what was the? Typers or like. Silver typers. Silver. <laughs> They're like. Okay, everyone, we're going to learn how to get into our email today. <laughs> oh, remembering passwords is a trial that I do not want to overcome with any more old people. Yeah. they uh. Elderly. Is it all right to say old? I mean, let's, it probably I feel depends like no one on the old person. is listening to this. No one, your mom. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just hey. kidding. Elizabeth, She's older Elizabeth. than us, yes? 
Okay, I just want to make sure you were apologetic for that. <laughs> I haven't talked about your mom once on this podcast. <laughs> okay, I'm going to forget you said that, then we're going to move on to another unlikely okay. combo. What you got? Like, oh, you want like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, here's an unlikely combo. So I was looking up some food options. These mm. are Some of these are international. Okay, Doritos Crunchy Crust Pizza at Pizza Hut in Australia. Man, why do they got to do that? What is wrong with cheese stuffed? We talked about this the other week. Why can't they just have cheese stuffed? Why do they need to put Doritos on it? Honestly, Doritos is a chip that's used in a mm-hmm. lot of foods. I, I was about to say, a likely combo is Taco Bell using the Doritos as their shell. That's likely. That's but Pizza Hut, unlikely, I will say. Okay. Well, What are some I other food ones? Rice porridge from McDonald's in Indonesia and Malaysia. McDonald's. Wait, what's the combination? Is rice porridge not one item? No, just the fact that rice. Oh, like they make rice. No, that rice porridge porridge. is at McDonald's. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, like I'll take a Big Mac with a side of rice porridge. Yeah. Yeah, very different vibes. Isn't that interesting though that McDonald's really adapts to wherever they are? Mm -hmm. Yes, they are truly a globalized company okay in burger king in israel mm-hmm. this is their combo they have a donut burger oh so does the state fair here in north carolina that's okay that's an unlikely combo crispy cream burger what the north carolina that... state fair in the country of israel <laughs> no. oh. i meant the crispy cream burger uh, <laughs> um an unlikely combo that i thought of related to food is healthy food and halloween like the you know the houses that pass out like raisins or granola bars. Oh man, it is just not that since the room like oh, yeah. what's that phrase? Since like read the room homes that pass out uh healthy things. One time I got a notepad and a pencil. It hurt so bad. They really think they must have thought you need to process your emotions more. I mean, I was in like first grade. They were giving it to everyone. I think maybe they worked at Staples. Uh, <laughs> or Office Depot. Makes, oh, what if everyone was required to give out something associated with their job? What would you give out on Halloween? Uh, Comfort color t shirts? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, no. we have different perspectives <laughs> on our jobs. We don't have extra. Comfort color shirts. Maybe a bridge diagram that I drew out. Oh, yeah, probably. I'd be like, here you go. Mm-hmm. Look this over and we'll talk. Yeah, that would be interesting. There could be some... What would an accountant give out? Uh, money. They would no, just like, give out dollar bills. Accountants don't they? just have... T- they're not bankers. They do people's taxes. And uh, mm, they, so could, they could do your taxes. Kids... Mm. So what are some unlikely combos that you have thought about? I was going to say Kansas and... Uh, the Wizard of Oz. No, can't. That is a very likely combo. And Kansas is slip. Back off. Yeah, you're right. What are some other food ones? Seeing a Cinnabon outside of a mall. Uh, Tell me where you've seen one outside of a mall. I'm really trying to think because I want to disprove think. you. Well, oh, mm, crap. Yep. Nope, doesn't exist. But I think they're thriving. I wonder why Cinnabons still. are so dependent on the infrastructure of a mall. I don't know because I think people just get tired while they're shopping and they're and freer then, yeah. with their money. And yeah, their inhibitions are lowered because they're tired. So I'm like, sure, I'll spend money on this pretzel, this overpriced pretzel. You mean the cinnamon bun? I'm not talking about Annie Ann's. Oh, are those not However, the same thing? However, that is also, nope, that's right. Similar. There's always Cinnabon, Annie Ann's, and Sbarro. Oh, Sbarro. I love their cups. Those are pretty cups, don't you think? Red, Can you picture Sabaro cup? Red, white, and green. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess because that's like the flag of Italy. 
Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, nice. There are also in airports, though. There's a big overlap between mall food courts mm-hmm. and airport food courts, which uh, is interesting. Yeah. yeah, that is true. I thought of another unlikely combo. What? And that would be the moving walkways in airports and anywhere that's not an airport. <laughs> Does that fit? I mean... Yeah, but you're saying that there's not a moving sidewalk just out on the street? Right. Or like, I don't know, in a Walmart or something. In Wal- well, Walmart's not that big. The whole point of that are, is so Are you, you kidding me? If quickly. you look at the cereal aisle, you don't think there could be a moving walkway just to like guide you down? Like, dun, 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 <laughs> like a moving conveyor slowly? belt? A conveyor belt for humans no. to purchase their cereal? I think it makes complete sense why a moving sidewalk is oh. only in an airport. Well, I guess this marks the Maybe first time mall. that something was said on this podcast that didn't make sense. <laughs> Another unlikely combo, just strictly off of genre, I would say is the arguably probably biggest hit of 2019, Old Town Road. Billy Ray Cyrus and Lil Nas X. Those are two artists you probably never would have thought would have, what's the word? Work together? Collaborated. Oh, collaborated. I was trying to be yeah. Yeah, professional. Do you know, <laughs> wait, do you actually know the history behind that song? Like how they even came to collaborate? Absolutely not. No well, clue. so Lil Nas X came out with Old Town Road and was it was like climbing up the country charts and a bunch of people were like, hey, this song doesn't count as country. Like it's too hip hop. It can't be on country. And so they took it off the charts, even though it was like on its way to number one. And so in order to like defy that, they just asked Billy Ray Cyrus to be on it so that it could be counted as country. And then it did. And then it literally like broke all the records and became wow. a song. Yeah. What's your source? Uh, I feel like I just saw it on the internet at one point last year. It's reliable. Somewhere yeah, on pretty, the internet. Pretty vague. But that's definitely an unlikely combo, but it worked out very well. Okay. An unlikely combo is when people keep Christmas decorations up way past Christmas. So you're, like, you're saying like the unlikely combo is like Christmas lights and March, like the month of March. Oh, yeah. March, mm. April, May, June, Oh, July. but Taylor Swift really changed that with that song she came out with this year that she was like, we can keep the Christmas lights up till January. Do you remember that? But January, I would argue, is not that. You're right. It's basically just like delayed Christmas. Yeah. When you're in June and you see Christmas lights up, like I did recently, it was a sight that was just hard to see. I actually saw that when everything with coronavirus began, people started putting Christmas lights up just to like spark some joy in their communities. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So okay, maybe well, they were doing that. Nice. Wait, also, that actually is a very good unlikely combo. Is a live tree in a home. Like, even that, like, think about it. Like, if if we didn't know that, like, what a Christmas tree was, we'd be like, why did you cut down this plant and then put it in your home just so it, to die, but yeah, it looks pretty for, like, two weeks. That's pretty, that's kind of an unlucky combo. What about ripped jeans? Mm, Are you saying the combo is holes and jeans? No, like, buying ripped jeans. You're buying clothes that already have holes in them. But what's the combination? That's an unlikely combo. You buy clothes that have holes in them. That it's, is true. Like, why would you not buy clothes without holes in them? Uh, because style has a high calling. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks. Fact or fiction, Luke, you have to go first. I have to go first? Yes. I have to go first? Because I always go first. Is that true? Uh, I think the majority of the time I do go first. Okay, well, I think at the end of Acts, Facts, and... Oh, wait. <laughs> Well, I think at the end of Facts and Fiction today, we're going to realize that an unlikely combo is Elizabeth and winning. Oh, That's right. right. Topical-based trash talk. Get on my level. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, 
as we've been talking about unlikely combinations this whole episode, in her book titled Unlikely Companions, exotic animal veterinarian Lori Hess tells a story of nursing a family's baby elephant back to life after it was hit by a mail truck in 2008. Fact or fiction? Can you read the first part one more time? <sighs> in her book, Unlikely Companions, exotic animal veterinarian Lori Hess tells a story of nursing a family's baby elephant. Fact. Oh, it was fiction. <laughs> there is a book called yes. Unlikely Companions. But what? Don't say yes as if you've <laughs> read it. I feel like I knew that. Oh, well, I made up the whole story about the baby elephant and getting hit by a mail truck. That just seemed kind of funny, though. Yeah. Dang, I gotcha. Got you him got good. Me. Okay, actually, mine's about animals, too. So on June 4th in 2015, the Smithsonian National Zoo. Oh, what? That is almost the day I graduated high school. <laughs> Wait, that wow. is a fact. Okay. The All Smithsonian right. National Zoo in Washington, D.C. held a joint birthday party for a Belgian tiger named Velvet and a mallard duck named Patrick. The two animals became inseparable when Patrick flew into the tiger's cage and made the Aww. pond on the tiger's acre-long cage his home. Zoo visitors loved the pairing, and the two friends are a main attraction. Okay, that was not just a statement. That was a whole novel. And no, I'm it was say, like three sentences. That is a, it just had a lot of detail. I'm going to say that as a factual novel. Completely fact. All real. Okay, that is fiction. Really? Sucka. Really? Did you make up the whole thing? I made up the whole the thing. The whole Even thing? the names, Velvet and Patrick. But they do sound... Which one was which again? Velvet? Velvet was the tiger. Patrick was the mallard duck. Patrick the duck? Yeah. Dang. I really thought I had you... I really thought I was able to read into that. We both had zero. Okay, we've talked about this a little bit this episode, but some friendships are definitely unlikely combos. So one I would like to tell you about is between Mark Twain and Nikola Tesla, who is the founder of t the Tesla company. So though they were in very different fields, they became very good friends, and Tesla actually helped Mark Twain by having him stand on a high-frequency oscillator to help with his constipation. Fact or fiction? <laughs> Oh, that's so weird. It is weird, isn't it? Fact? Yes, it's fact. Oh, God. Yeah, isn't that weird? I didn't want it to be a fact. I know, me neither. I Googled unlikely friendship combinations, and that was one of them. Isn't that strange? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine a high-frequency oscillator? Oh, gosh. I know. No. Wow. And then, it, yeah, apparently it helped with his constipation. But Mark Twain and Nikola Tesla, good friends, apparently. It's amazing. Wow. Glad we know that little fact about them. Yeah, really. Okay. A man from Belgium founded the chicken and waffle, which was a tradition for his family to eat on Christmas. He shared the recipe with a local restaurant in his hometown of Brussels, and it immediately took off. Mm, I'm thinking, listeners. Oh, man, I wish you all were here to guide me. <laughs> mm, fact. I think that is the origin of... Chicken and waffles? Yeah. Wrong. What? Did you just do two fictions? Uh-huh. What? Trying that to was... be unpredictable I and know. win, which I did. Dang. Yes. I uh, I thought you were sticking to our one and run, one and one no. rhythm thing. I had to be mysterious. So you do you, you have no idea. You just made both of those up. Yes. Your research today was minuscule. It took a long time to make them up though. So. Yeah, that's true. Good job. Very creative. <laughs> research low, creativity high. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's why we balance each other out. Well, I don't actually do much research either. Yeah. It's okay. That's what Intern Logan is for. Speaking of. Speaking of. What are we going to dedicate to Intern Logan today? 
Hmm. What do we want to dedicate to intern Logan Day? That is the question. I'll Maybe just... that pizza with the Doritos crust. Yeah. Or hmm. Unlikely combo. Oh, okay. I actually created a dish that is a very unlikely combo that Logan loves. And it is an everything bagel with cream cheese, cucumbers, and tomatoes. It's like a savory snack, and Logan loves it. So I dedicate my bagel creation to Logan, this unlikely combination of food. So you're going to make him that for breakfast every day this week? Uh, I don't have tomatoes. That's so nice of you. Oh, okay. I guess I'm being held to that. So, yeah, sure. Intern Logan, here's to you having a full belly this week, but an even fuller heart. Oh, wow. Wholesome. <laughs>